Namibia's debt situation has changed quite dramatically over the last decade. In 2010, Namibia had a debt-to-GDP ratio of about 16% and about 16.16 billion worth of total debt outstanding. Over the subsequent decade, the debt levels of the country have increased dramatically, and today we sit with about 100 billion worth of debt just 10 years later and a debt-to-GDP ratio of close to 60%. Going forward, the expectation is that these debt levels will continue to increase quite dramatically until 2023-24, and by that time the country is expected to have a total debt stock of about 160 billion and a debt-to-GDP ratio of close to 80%. This means that Namibia has gone from one of the countries in the world with the most favorable debt-to-GDP ratios and debt situations to a much, much more fragile situation um, with a great deal of uncertainty about what will follow the 2023-2024 period. The good news at the same time, however, is that most of Namibia's debt is domestic uh, and in domestic currency. This means that most of this debt is owed to the Namibian creditors, particularly local pension funds and life insurance funds, with the single largest creditor likely to be the government institution's pension fund. Because of this, it means that the uh, debt is in the same currency as the country's revenue, as the, the Ministry of Finance's revenue. It also means that the local creditors will have a, uh, an interest in ensuring that nothing goes wrong when it comes to servicing this debt. And also, in the event that there is a problem in future, it means that one is negotiating with local creditors to resolve the issue rather than foreign creditors in a foreign currency. The implication of this increased debt stock is that government spends ever more of the revenue that it generates every year on servicing debt. Uh, in the current fiscal year, the expectation is that about 15% or 15 cents on every dollar um, of revenue raised will go to servicing the historical debt stock. Um, that is also not completely illustrative of the entire picture because of the fact that treasury bills, which make up uh, a large portion of total debt, uh, don't actually pay interest but are, um, experience a capital gain or in government's eyes I suppose a capital loss um, over the period between when they're issued and when they are redeemed. The implication of this is that government's actually spending in a de facto manner a bit more on debt servicing than the 15% earlier mentioned and if you take this into account you're probably looking at between 18 and 20% which is very high by global standards. This means that there's less money available to do the other things that government wants to do and is uh, required to do by the populace, and it does put pressure on the fiscal situation in the country more generally. As mentioned, the good news, however, is that external debt is relatively small. Specifically, there have been uh, some discussions of late around the debt that the country has to China. Currently, external debt makes up just 26% of total debt, and as I mentioned, this is low by global standards. However, of the 26%, uh, a relatively large portion is owed to China, and um, at the moment that stands at about 15% of all foreign debt that is owed to China. That's increased quite dramatically over the last uh, few years, and what we see at the moment is that that 15.9% 15, 15 in Q2 of 2020 is up from 11.5% um, a year before in Q2 of 2019. While this is not worrying uh, per se, and it's very low by regional, continental, and perhaps global standards, it is something that we are keeping an eye on going forward.
This isn't because we have any particular bias against China. When it comes to creditors, it doesn't really matter whether the creditor is China, the African Development Bank, the IMF or others. What matters is the terms on which loans are given. The IMF has a bad reputation or has had a bad reputation for some of the terms associated with its loans or funding um, historically. But so too has China. And the big concern in this regard is the so-called gremlins in some of these agreements. These may be explicit implicit or behind closed door agreements where things that are not necessarily clear on the loan agreements that are visible to the public or on the loan documents that are visible to the public are agreed between the creditor nation and the recipient of the funds. This could be something like work permits, it could be something like a number of local citizenships, it could be things like only Chinese contractors being um, allowed to supply the goods or services that the loan is linked to, and it could be other things um, such as collateral requirements or uh, event of default requirements such as uh, being able to take ownership of local um, assets such as local power utilities, um, ICT companies, etc., etc. So while we have nothing against China, there is, of course, a concern that if the history repeats itself and if there are negative terms associated with loans extended by China, then this may um, be detrimental to the Namibian nation and the Namibian people long term. However, if these sorts of gremlins are not existing in the agreements and if the Chinese government provides loans on good and fair terms to Namibia, we shouldn't have any bias against these types of loans being extended. One thing that's worth bearing in mind going forward, however, is that many of the creditors to governments do become more cautious about lending, and lending does become more expensive as debt levels increase. Because we see such a dramatic increase in the debt levels of Namibia over the last decade and looking forward for the next half decade or so, there is a chance that it will become increasingly difficult and expensive to fund the deficits that result in these increases in debt levels. The implication of this is that we may go to creditors different from those that we have gone to previously, and we may be more tempted to take terms that are less favorable for the country in the long term in the interest of funding budget deficits uh, in the short term. This is a particular risk that we're aware of and something that we are keeping an eye on, and should we see less favorable loans being extended to Namibia with these types of gremlins in them, it's something that we as the Namibian people should be um, ready to take action against and call out leaders against were it to happen. At the moment, however, we don't see any material risk of this. However, it is something that could um, develop at a future point in time.